Welcome back, Brady Farkas Show right here, WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. Much like yesterday when we spoke with Norwich women's hockey coach Sophie LeClerc, now we're going to talk on the Norwich men's side with head coach Cam Ellsworth. The cadets back on the ice this weekend. They're going to take on Castleton. Cam Ellsworth with us now. Uh, coach, how are you? Excited. <laughs> Excited. Excited would be a good adjective to describe you guys, I can imagine, the first of 10 games. And look, it hasn't been easy. Even the scheduling hasn't been easy. You were supposed to play New England College. Now you're playing Castleton. I, I mean, what has it been like just the last couple of months? Yeah, it's been really crazy. Um, you know, trying to get everything going. Uh, we've we've been able to work with a lot of really good, like-minded schools to try to pull this off for our kids. Obviously, a very unique time in in history, and um, you know, our kids have done everything that, that we've asked. So. Um, put a lot of work into protocols and into scheduling and, and, you know, we knew we would have to kind of be nimble. And as you said, week one, here we are, we're, we're, we're changing days and we're changing opponents. And, uh, at this point, uh, I'm hopeful to just get to Friday, Saturday, get the kids back on the ice and, um, yeah, all, all it'll all be worth it. Either way, we're giving them a chance. You know, I don't want to romanticize what's been such a difficult time, but I guess I am curious a little bit on that angle. You're not playing for a national championship this year. Your guys are just out there playing, and they want to get better, and they want to have fun. And in some ways, there's no pressure on you guys this year. Does that kind of scenario kind of remind you just of the love of the game in general and just being out on the ice, period? Yeah, I mean, I would tell you that that in general was was something that I felt when I got here. Um, coming from division one and having, you know, a lot of big, mo- a lot of motivation came from who was in the stands, whether that be scouts or agents or whatever, you're dealing with that a lot more and coming here, the, the love of the game, the passion, these guys work every bit as hard or harder, um, without maybe that career after without having an agent, without having NHL teams scouting you every night. And so this is just an extension. I mean, these guys have come here with really no guarantee of anything right and 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 for the whole first semester they did everything they were asked and they came back the second semester and we were supposed to start skating a month ago and and for three of those weeks they've basically been in room quarantine and they've all done it together for the opportunity to to put the jersey on and and for the love of each other and the love of of this game so uh again maybe romanticize is the wrong word but it's it's been pretty humbling to see what it means to these kids to get this experience. And and like I said, we're hopeful to be able to deliver it. You know, you and I know this, that for better or worse, men are generally conditioned to just grit their teeth and bear it and tough it out and not show a lot of emotion. But this is a different time and a different circumstance. Were there ever any players on your team that came to you with doubts about this season that wondered, should we be playing? Did that ever cross their minds? Um, I, I don't think uh, there wasn't any doubts of, should they be playing? I mean, we were very open and you know, if somebody was not feeling that uh, emotion to to go through this, like it was never something we've had those conversations. So it was never a should we be. Um, it was if if we were going to be. Um, again, there was just quite a bit of momentum uh, kind of going against you. I, I've tried to be incredibly transparent. Any information I got, I would, you know, push down to the guys. And, and, and again, there was some good moments when, when it was, hey, here's our schedule. Right. And then yeah. it's the bad moments of, Hey, we can't even start practice yet. Uh, or, Hey, we've got to change this or change that. So it was more of, 
I would say the emotions were a lot more of the if than the than the it, or like if we would actually be able to yeah. versus if we should be doing this. I hesitate to use the phrase doesn't matter because no game doesn't matter. But because you're not playing for something at the end of the season in terms of a trophy, how do you handle the season as a coach? Are you playing more guys than you would normally play? Are you rotating goaltenders in a different way? Are you playing seniors more because it might be their last chance? How do you handle this from kind of a coaching and strategy standpoint? Yeah, a little bit of all of the above. I mean, um, I think we've talked a lot here about taking care of the program. And so to me, a lot of those things fall into that maybe in different ways, right? So if you bring up the seniors, if you're taking care of your program, you got some seniors that have put a lot into it and brought it to where it is. And I think deserve the opportunity to, to put that Jersey on as many times as possible. And as, you know, as long as they show up and go to work, which I don't find to be an issue. Right. And then taking care of the program could also be seeing what we have here. Yeah. And we're just starting to recruit and this is a a heavy recruiting time. So the idea that we're going to get, information more information probably than a normal year because of lineup decisions um and being able to be a little bit more liberal with with chances now i don't want to lose or what you said like that it doesn't matter because again taking care of the program for us is everybody came here for a reason and that reason was to try to compete for a championship and because that's gone that doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that our standards should slide at all and uh, they haven't, uh, you know, again, are, are we going to be the most detailed team on Friday? No, we, we've been practicing less than like, we just haven't had the time to get to that detail, but will our effort be there? Yes. And uh, so I, again, I, I think it's more of a global trying to take care of the program, if that makes sense. And in yeah. a lot of different ways, um, those different questions fit into how we can take care of the program. How do you recruit in this time? You mentioned recruiting. You know, it, it, recruiting is hard anyways. It's hard when you can't travel easily and youth teams aren't playing as much. But you also have a senior class that's been granted another year of eligibility. You have every player that's been granted another year, year of eligibility if they want it. So now you don't know what you need when you need it. How do you handle those conversations with recruits? How does that work? Yeah, I mean, we've been we handled them first, I think, in-house. So you know, unlike maybe what, what's at UVM and scholarships. And, and like I said, maybe that if I get one more year, I'm going to get that pro look. I, I think our guys here are more, we've got guys that are paying to come to school. Everybody right. on our team pays. And so um, they're, they're, and then a lot of these guys are very, very good academically and have set themselves up for opportunities, jobs and, and, and stuff to move into their future. And so, you know, for us, it's not going to be a huge holdover. Uh, we're, maybe one, maybe two guys that are still on the fence. So, you know, that's giving them the time to do that is, is fine to figure that out. But it's not something that's going to be this massive um, holdover. It just It just can't. We have guys that are going off to work. And then, you know, the recruiting side, it, it's gone down a couple things. You know, I walked into a good situation. Not everybody knows that, what, what, what was built here before, the name recognition, things of that nature. Um, that gets us in the door with a lot of kids. Now, maybe it's not for them. We don't. We don't try to sell this as something that it's not. This is a, a, a very, very high-end opportunity if you're looking for what we have, right? Yep. We're a small school in the middle of Vermont. And if you're looking for a big campus, that's not us. If you're looking for urban, that's not us. And that's okay. So we're just very honest. Um, but the name recognition goes a long way. 
And then just back to our contacts. Again, Steve Matz and my system been doing it a lot, a long time. I was doing it a long time. Um, I would say that the the bigger challenge right now, to be truthful, is not as much about our kids. It's it's we usually now is a time when that D one trickle down. Kids are starting to get the hey, we're full, and those D one teams don't know what they're doing yet. So there's more kids in the middle of. Am I going to go there? Am I going to come here? There's a lot of uncertainty across the country, across Canada, across Europe of where those kids are going to fall, how many opportunities are there. So we're just trying to helm the phones, be in as many people's, uh, um, you know, living rooms and emails and texts as we can. And, um, you know, we're going to build the best class that we can given the circumstances. I want to pivot with you to, to two things related to UVM I'm curious about from your perspective inside Hockey East when you were coaching at Lowell. So Todd Woodcroft is the new coach at UVM, and the, the, the program isn't record-wise. You know, you know, record-wise, it's not good this year, 1-7-2 and two overall. But as someone who is inside Hockey East, I don't know if you know Todd personally, but someone who comes in with the NHL background that he has and coaching on the international stage, how – how important is or impressive is that resume for someone inside hockey East that's trying to turn a program around? Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, his contacts and, and uh, like you say, you're talking about somebody on an NHL bench. So I, I have uh, um, kind of connections to Todd and we've spoken since he's arrived in Vermont. Uh, I actually worked for his brother. He owned a mm. team in, in Sioux city and junior hockey. And, wow. and so there's like, you know, that six degrees of separation kind of thing. Um, so yeah, the the I think on the one hand it's it's great and you're you're seeing right now not only the NHL experience but maybe even more so the international experience is bringing in some world junior level kids from different spots at least you know maybe they can't talk about them but in hockey like people are committing right so yep. that's that's I think maybe what's what's really drawing them I, I think the difference from when I started at Lowell ten years ago is the the recruiting landscape's way different. Right. So in our first year as a, as as a, at Lowell, there's just so many kids that weren't committed right now. They're committing them younger and younger. That hadn't started yet. And so in our first class, you know, we went out and found Connor Hellebuck. Yeah. One of the first kids we recruited Christian Follin playing and played five, six years in the NHL. Um, we were able to put together a class of kids that were sitting out there that no one had recruited yet. And today's world, those kids have been recruited for three years. So the challenge and the horizon, I just think, is a lot longer. Um, you know, so I'm, you know, again, rooting for them. I want hockey in Vermont to be great. UVM being kind of the shining star of that in the Division One world. I'm rooting for them to, to do it. I just think from everybody's standpoint, patience is going to be a virtue just because what happened at Lowell, what happened at Providence, like the instant it's just a it's a different landscape than it was 10 years ago. You know, let me get you out of here on this. I, I've wondered who to ask this question to before, and I think you're probably the right guy. I once heard in college basketball Rick Barnes at uh, at Tennessee say, it's not my job to get guys ready for the NBA. It's my job to try to win a national championship. I've also heard John Calipari say, it's my job to get guys ready for the NBA. It's not necessarily my job to win a title every year at Kentucky. So... Todd Woodcroft comes into UVM. He can certainly say, hey, I got pro contacts. I can help you play pro hockey. What is the job of Division I programs? Is it to build NHL and pro players, or is it to try to win national titles? Well, I think you'd get 61 different answers if you asked 61 yeah. different people, right? So <laughs> right. I think, again, I saw that at Lowell, and I can only speak to my own uh, experience, was we put 
we put the program uh, and we put winning at the forefront, uh, like trying to do what's best for the program. And that seemed to follow with success, right? So Mm -hmm. we, or with, with next level success for players. So when we had kids like the, you know, if Hellebuck was a different beast, he's next level, unbelievable, crazy stuff that he ended up there. But, you know, for us, we had a lot of those guys like the CJ Smiths, um, Joe Gambardella, Kevin Boyle, like these kids are signing pro tickets, pro contracts later. Um, And those guys were doing that because we were having success as a program. Then we ended up playing longer and longer. Mm -hmm. And then as there was fewer teams to watch, we got into some tournaments. Now you're all of a sudden at Lowell, but playing BC or going to the Frozen Four and everybody's watching. So you put on a good performance and you get the opportunity. That was what we did there. Um, and I, I think you're right on. Like, there's definitely a, a big driver, at least as I exited D1, that, you know, you needed to have this pro thing. And that was going to re- attract pro recruits. And, again, everybody can have their own opinion. My opinion is we can have you can do whatever. And, again, coming from law, different thing. But, like, we weren't going to beat North Dakota, Michigan, Boston College out on recruits. Yeah. So we had to do it different. Um, we didn't have maybe the European context and stuff that taught. I don't know what their plan is. I'm just telling you from experience that that was what we did and looked at our jobs, the people that were paying us, was to, to, to make Lowell the shining star. Hmm. And that was, you know, again, that worked for us and, and was we were successful doing that, I think. Well, I appreciate the, the perspective on the D1 experience. I don't want to lose sight of the D3 experience. It all kicks off again this weekend. Cam Ellsworth, the Norwich Cadets hockey team, back on the ice uh, coming up on Friday against Castleton. They're going to play Saturday at Castleton as well. And uh, they didn't get a chance to win a national championship a year ago, as we had hoped. They are back on the ice this weekend. So, Coach Ellsworth, we, we appreciate the time, the perspective. Wish you and your team success on the ice, health off the ice, and uh, we'll be following along. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much. Anytime.